on this episode of the podcast. I'm sorry we got sorry guys we didn't do one last week. I wasn't I was under the weather, but this week we're gonna be discussing you know the results from the AEW um, pay per view that was um, um, that was last Sunday, double or nothing, and we're gonna be discussing you know our thoughts and about AEW as a um, company right now. So looking forward to talking about that and you know what needs to be changed and what's going well with it and stuff like that. You know so. This has been a kind of been a long awaited episode discussing AEW um, becoming a hot topic during the pandemic and everything. So, um, yeah, so let's get let's get to it. Everybody enjoy the episode. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Yourself? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so yeah, so guys, yeah, like I said at the beginning of the intro, um, I was under the weather last week. Unfortunately, it happens. So I'm better now. Um, so last week we was gonna talk about AEW. Last week was the um, AEW pay per view. Um, we was gonna give our like our thoughts and like what we thought, like who was gonna win. But since that's been come and gone, you know, this episode is gonna be about AEW as a whole. Um, what we see going forward and, you know, what our thoughts about the whole product has been, you know, and how well, I have to say how, I have to admit, like, how well the product has been and how fresh it's been, you know, throughout the whole pandemic, which is amazing. All right, but, you know, before we get into, like, the, you know, talking about AEW as a whole, let's, you know, let's just get through the um, the double or nothing pay-per-view, which I think was probably very, I, I actually, um, we, me and my father missed like, the first couple matches because we were trying to find it, but um, but we did watch everything else. You know, I, I think once we we watched everything from Cody Rhodes on up, um, but everything before that when we we kind of missed all that stuff, um, but we did watch the whole pay per view. So um, yeah, John, like you know, what's your thoughts about the um the double or nothing pay per view this past week? Uh, it's very enjoyable. Uh, I liked it uh, for the most part. But I mean, the, the biggest thing for Double Nothing was the, re- the return of like the full crowd there mm-hmm. for the pay view. You know, with the full crowd, you know, the with uh, their second deals place in you know uh, partial outdoor venue, it just makes for such a you know, great atmosphere. You know, it's so great seeing the fans back. You know, seeing mm-hmm. the, a lot of these, well, not a lot, but like most of these wrestlers, some of the newer ones, eight days higher the, since the pandemic started, and this is their first like real. Like big crowd, uh, you know, appearance here for, for first time wrestling in front of this crowd, and mm-hmm. it's such great to see like some of these people, you know, has been the uh, you know killing it during pandemic, you know, grinding away, you know, finally get mm-hmm. that recognition in front of the crowd. It did like everyone. It just seemed like everyone, almost everyone, was just like taken back that, you know, like oh, you know, this is what it's like to you know wrestle in front of like, this crowd. You know, mm-hmm. for a few of them seem like this actually surprised, you know, how like popular they were, and you know, if for like someone's watching, you know, AW, like. Since it started, you know, watching all these, you know, uh, all the YouTube shows and all the empty arena shows and everything like that, seeing these, mm-hmm. see everyone there. It, it just felt like, you know, it's, it's not the, like the last step. It's like the first step back to, like, you know, what AEW was before pandemic started, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, I, I, not not you know, not in the time it's a WWE-centric episode, because, you know, we always talk about WWE, but I think WWE – with the WrestleMania they just had a few months ago, 
that was the one, you know, they, they had a crowd before, you know, um, I know I have like a, I have had like a big crowd like you know AEW had at WrestleMania this past year, and I know that was probably, I know that was a, a feel good moment for the wrestlers and uh, the performers, you know. And um, I, I can I, I really understand like how they all feel because you know I I and I know you and me and a whole bunch of people who are wrestling fans want to get back and see all you know see them see the performers do amazing things in that ring. But uh, yes, like I, I agree with you, like that. Like the matches were good, obviously, but seeing the you know seeing people actually like you know seeing a crowd, even though it was in Florida, <laughs> but you know and seeing a crowd, you know just react to you know every little thing just was just amazing, and the crowd was red hot. I have to admit, I like, gave up hot for that pay per view. And um, are they um? I know they so so you know before we get into like the card, um, you know WWE and AEW did. You know, post. Um, I think a week. I think a week prior, or you know, a couple, of, maybe a couple of days after, and they talked about um, that they will be going on tour in July, right? Both companies will be going on tour in July for yeah. live audiences. Um, so that's great. Um, WWE they did say I don't know if you watched it on Friday. They did. They did. It was like all the places they're gonna be touring. Um, um. But they, they, um, every Friday they're gonna be showing new crops of places they're gonna be touring during during the summertime. So um, hopefully everything plans um, pans out for both companies. I'm happy that they all are moving towards you know having more fans there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's about time. I, I, I'm, I think everybody's ready. Just you know we just have to be careful. I still think we should be careful going into it. Um, so yeah, you know, let's get with the card real quick. Um. The pre-show match, which 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 they called is the buy-in match, um, was the Serena D versus Riho um, match for the NWA World Women's World Championship. Um, this was Riho's last match. Um, I correct. I think before I think she was going back. I think she was going back to Japan. I think or something like that. And um, no, she's back in America now. Oh, she is. Okay, okay. So um, so yeah. So Serena D defeated Riho. Um, so did you watch this match? Um, yeah, I did. How was it? It was a it was a very good match, you know. Serena Deeb is probably I, I feel like more people know her now, but she's probably one of the most underrated uh, wrestlers, male or female, out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she missed uh, she missed a couple months because she had like a knee uh, injury, you know, that kept her out of the ring for uh, about like three months or so back in January or February. Yeah, I I right enough it was against Riho during the match, which was also a never good match. You know, it was she that out, but uh, yeah, Serene D, they called her, uh, you know, the, the master of a thousand holes, just like uh, you know, Dimalinko back in the day. She is really, really good, just an in ring technician, you know, and like she just came up like whole never levels to see us uh, sign with AW uh, back in uh, toward around August, September last year or so. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, it's a really good match. Uh, it's on, it's out there on their uh, YouTube channel for the whole uh, okay, I am you want to watch it, but. Yeah, uh, you know, so very vicious at the end there as well. So Serena Deeb, like I said, she's probably the most underrated, uh, you know, uh, wrestler going right now. So okay, I think I think you know more people are uh, starting to take notice of her, like how good she really is. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just so weird that you know they had her like for several years, but she yeah. she's only she was only like a trainer there, but like she yeah. still, she's still you know young enough, you know, to really go in the ring. And I think you know. 
uh, having her beat Dindaye, women's champion, you know, was a good thing. Well, kind of, it was good. It's better for uh, AEW than it's for the NWA at this point. But yeah, um, I think uh, Dark Horse uh, might be a future AEW women's champion. You know, Riho is, of course, always great. Uh, I'm uh, happy to see that she's uh, you know, permanently moving down to the U.S. at least for the time being. Probably, you know, at least you know for a time being. So we see more Riho's, you know, is better for everyone too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, I don't got no. I can't. Like I said, I don't have no thoughts about the match. Like, I, didn't, I didn't watch that match unfortunately, but I know I meant to watch it on YouTube. Um, second match: Adam Page defeated Brian Cage in a singles match. Um, so yeah, did you watch that match too? How was that match? No, it was really good as well. Uh, like I said, Heyman Page is one of those guys. He was a quick, smart decision to put him as uh, the first one to come out for the crowd because he's like. In line, you know, the, the a lot of people, you know, you know, are saying like he's in line for the, you know, the one to dethrone Kim Mega as the uh, world champion of AEW. Of course, you look at the story and the history, like it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, so it makes sense to you know have uh, Alan Page should be the first one now. You know, he was actually like well, the first one out. He's surprised just how you know loud the crowd was and happy to see him. So you know, it's was, it was great at the moment. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, the match was uh, the match was good too as well. You know, so a lot of uh, a lot of good uh, some spots and match moves here. Uh, at one point, there was like an F five from the second rope there from uh Brian Cage to the oh, wow. page. So yeah, it was a really good match. You know? Nice yeah. uh, crowd opening. Nice crowd opening match. You know? Yeah, you know, like yeah, like I, I love all the boys from the elite or the supposed um. Well, you know, and as far as the story context, they're not all in the elite, but I love all the guys are part of the elite, and Adam Page is one of my favorites. And um, yeah, I, like I mean, I told my father the same thing you just mentioned that you know, I think he's in line to become the next number one contender to beat to to be to dethrone Kenny Omega. I think it's inevitable that it will happen. Whenever it happens, I think it's gonna happen. Um, at some point. So the third match was the Bucks, the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson with Brandon Cutler against John Moxley and Eddie Eddie Kingston for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I saw snippets of this match, and I heard this match was amazing. There was, there was a lot of stuff going back to the Shield I did see online, and I was like, oh, wow. But, yeah, what were your thoughts about this, this tag match? Yeah, first I just want to mention that. Uh... You know, A. Kings is one of those guys who signed with AEW during the pandemic. So, you know, this is like his first time, you know, uh, in front of a, a live, like large crowd as well. So, you know, him and with him and Moxley come out from the in, from uh, you know their locker room. They come for the crowd. You know, they they got their food, something. They got wall thing playing. That place is going crazy. Like everyone, went, it's like I, I like you want to see like what makes pro wrestling great. Just watch their interest from the show because it was such you know amazing energy from the crowd. And of course, you know, uh, Moxley and Kingston are just going crazy, you know, walking through the crowd, getting there with fired up. You know, they throw, they get, they still the Yabuck sneakers, you know, and they're throwing them around everywhere and everything. So <laughs> it, it was such, you know, to me, this is just like, oh, this is what, you know, what's been missing, you know, during the pandemic for wrestling. But, you know, uh, I, you know, I love the Yabuck, so I can't, you know, it's like, all the, I think, you know, every all their matches are great. I think the only mm-hmm. uh, negative about this match is like, you know, it's got, it's just that, you know, there's a lot of uh, not very enforcing the tag rules in there, which you yeah. know, I usually don't mind, but it's like sometimes it kind of becomes a little too much like, yeah. Sometimes you got to get like the the roughs guy can do his job and like uh, get the uh, illegal people, uh, uh, illegal partners out the ring and 
you know, it's kind of thing with some AEW tag matches. Sometimes just kind of like just ignores it. I, I feel like if you want to just ignore, it, just make it the you know tornado tag match and it solves all the problems. But uh, like I said, it's a it's a good match though. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people expected uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley to win. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna save that for like for a uh, another tag team though. I feel mm-hmm. like you know it's gonna happen eventually, but. I feel like the problem is like Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are like two, like, like, they're friends, but they're, they're two singles wrestlers as a tag team. I feel like they're going to uh, see that for like an actual tag team and I'm going to come in to beat them. Mm-hmm. But, I so. but uh, like I said, there's a good match. Uh, kind of, and, you know, like I said, I love like Young Bucks now. So I feel like all the yeah. matches are great, but, you know, so it was a good match, though. So. Yeah, like um, I was expecting John Moxley and Eddie Kingston to win that because they. They had the better deal out of this, but then, like you said, you know, you mentioned it just now. You know, they beat, they beat, they single singles competitors at this point, and, and Moxie doesn't really need because yeah. he's the IWGP um, United States Champion right now, so he's good right now. Um, he's he's always going to be in that main event spot. I can't imagine him not being in that main event spot. Maybe King Kingston's like in that lower mid mid tier, but John Moxley will always be in that upper upper um card all the time. So I, I don't see any worries. Um, um, the fourth match was the um was the Casino Battle Royale match for a future AEW World Championship, and Jungle Boy won that match. He beat Christian Cage. Um, the surprise entrance I think was uh was Leo Rush was the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think a lot of people, including myself, I was thinking that's gonna be Daniel Bryan. I thought Daniel Bryan was gonna be the last one, but then it didn't happen. But um, that's, that's that probably was a good thing for um Leo Rush. I don't think he's a part of the main roster. I think he's like doing like I think he's a part of a different company. I think from what I remember. But um, yeah, Jungle Boy won the um. Won the, won the casino round, which is awesome. I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting him to win it. I was expecting actually Christian to win it or or the, the Joker to win the actual um casino royale and face against Kenny Omega, but Jungle Boy won it. So um, so what's your thoughts about the about the battle royale? Like um, watch that one. Yeah, I mean the first thing I just hate the uh, kind of the format for the casino battle royale. Just I, I don't I I don't like the. Like here's like four guys here come, here comes like coming at the same time. I just think that's kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there was nothing wrong with the, a traditional battle royal. Just you know, one person at a time. You know, uh, it just seems like you're trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel was perfectly fine. So, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, the battle royale. It's like you know, it's kind of hit and miss. It's starting mainly due to the fact that uh, you know, camera kind of missed like a, a lot of the elimination. So it's kind of you know, kind of yeah. hard to keep track of some stuff. But like the last. Couple uh, the last couple of minutes were great though, as like that's true. Like almost every AEW battle royal, you know they've done. But uh, I think like like going into like you said, I think I thought Christian was going to be the uh, winning just because I feel like that's the one they kind of been uh, hinting at uh, in mm-hmm. the build up to it. But Jungle Boy, you know Jungle Boy and the uh, Luchasaurus, you know they they're really over with the crowd uh, pre pandemic. Oh, yeah. I feel like you know the pandemic uh, crowd, you know since I uh, you know. Uh, either empty arenas or like a small amount of fans, you know, the shows kind of hurt their momentum uh, over the past year. But you know, when he came out, his music hits, the crowd's going crazy. You know, they're all into Jungle Boy. He's, he's a future star. You know, yes. I think the, the right choice was made here for Jungle Boy. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think he's going to be Kenny. He's going to have a great match with him. But you know, because he, like, say, so uh, geez, always he like 20, 
23, 24 around there. Mm, so I think still, so. Still very young. Uh, he's good, but he's, he, I think he's going to be great. You know, is still a, a couple years away. But you know, this is just this is just like a first step. You know, in like. Well, not a first step, but like the next step. You know, he had a uh, match with Chris Jericho in 2019, mm-hmm. you know, and so and now he's going to be like his first uh, world title match, actual world title match here. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, like I said, the great uh, finish, you know, the crowd was into it. Crowd loves Jungle Boy. You know, Christian also, you know, showed respect after the match. So mm-hmm. I had no problems with it there. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah, I was, I was shocked that he won it, but I'm like you say, like, you know, he got the rub and, um, like you said, like you know, they—that's one thing I admit, you know, with AEW, which um is they trying to build up future stars, which they do tremendously. Uh, um, and Jungle Boy, like you say he's gonna be a future star, no doubt. Um, him and somebody else that we'll mention later on, I mean the card, and I think um, yeah, but he's one of them. I think Jungle Boy and Lucha Source and all them are gonna be future stars, future AEW AEW World Tag Team Champions, hopefully down the line. But we have to wait and see. Now this match, this so this is the one I um was able to you know catch, um the Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo, um the singles match. Eh, I mean, I, I, I like Cody. Like I said I like I like everybody in the elite. I'm not the biggest biggest fan of the Anthony Gogo character. So, but the match was okay. Cody Cody did what he had. Cody, you know, kind you know, Cody's Cody. Cody's gonna be great regardless. But Anthony Gogo, I don't, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of that particular. This, this is like one of the more match. This in the next, the next match, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but um, but but it, it was it was a decent match, you know. Um, so yeah, we, uh, so what you got? What your thoughts about this match? Uh, uh you know, terrible build aside. I mean, it wasn't terrible. No. I, I, I expecting worse. I expecting more. You know, dramatics and everything with the whole U.S. versus U.K. kind of thing that was going. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy that part of the build. Uh, I felt like the finish was kind of weird just because, you know, Cody went off of the vertebraker, which, you know, I don't think he's ever did before. <laughs> so, yeah, and the finish kind of fell flat for me. I mean, it was it was okay. I, I, I was expecting worse, but not expecting Cody to, like, take, like, a, you know, 18 uh, – you know, uh, rib uh, punches from Anthony Gogo. You know, he's a mm-hmm. former uh, Olympic bronze medalist boxer. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought the coach gonna take a million punches and he's gonna get up and you know crossbars one two three. But I mean, the as I said, the finish was just kind of weird because it just seemed like it just kind of came out of nowhere and you know mm-hmm. kind of anticlimactic. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it, it was what it was. You know? Yeah, it, it wasn't something that. Something that you could talk talk to anybody about. But the, and speaking of talking, you know, the next match was the Miro, who I'm, his name is Rusev. I'm not calling him Miro. I guess last time the real name. I I don't nobody care about Rusev. <laughs> I know I know it's his real name, but I, I just you know, you know I I don't I never I never liked him. So um he, he defeated Lance Archer with Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts wasn't at um at ringside. He showed up towards the towards the ending and he beat him by technical submission. That was the actual um this was actually the, the shortest match out of all of them with nine minutes fifty seconds. So um two big guys going at it. I, I thought Lance Lance Archer was gonna get the rub actually. Um and you know Miro can probably do like his old do like a world title thing or something like that. Um but uh may, maybe they have another match. I could see them probably have another match but um it was okay match. It was a physical match between two big guys, and um, 
yeah, it was it was okay. You know, I I think it was better than the match before, it, but yeah. So, um, what you got? For this uh, like you said, uh, like you said, it was uh, two big guys uh, brawling. Uh, uh, it's like just a little bit more, like I said, but I think just because it was like the shortest match run here. Uh, I love I love Miro recently. He's in his best run he's had in years. And on the TNT champ, he's uh, the TNT champion. So I did. I expected him to lose. He just won it like uh, less than a month ago, actually. You know. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't really expect him to lose quickly. Uh, but uh, like I love Miro. I love his character now. He's like that vicious heel. That's also kind of like a, it's like psychopath as well. You know, see when he uh you know beat up his sworn partner Kip Sabian. So you know just basically kill. You know, but uh, yeah. So I'm uh, you know, Lance Archer is that kind of guy. He's that, you know, he's still in the uh, upper echelon of the of the roster. So, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of there, you know, to make the, some of the champions look good. So, yeah, he had a bit of nice crowd reaction too when he came out too. Um, I, I I've I've always like like I'm I'm a big fan, you know, following Lance Archer, like. You know, from like some of the stuff he had, like you know, with John Moxley and some of the stuff he did in Japan. You know, I've, I'm I'm a big um, Lance Archer fan, so I was expecting him to win it because he's been chasing it for so long. And I like I know Miro just won the belt, but it would have been funny if he would have lost it that night. It just would have been funny. I I just think it, for him to lose it, you know. But um, well, hopefully, you know, it is what it is with him. Um, the next match, um, I actually think this is one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD with Rebel against, um, Hikaru Shida, um, and for the AEW, um, Women's World, um, Championship, and she won by submission, and Britt Baker is the new AEW Women's Champion. I, like I said, this might, this probably was my second favorite match of the night, maybe my first favorite, uh, favorite match of the night. It was a really good match, two women going out there. Um, doing this thing and having a great match. Um, great connection between both of them, and you know, great style, different styles with both of them. Different submission holes between both of them. It was it was a great match. Um, between both of them. Sad to see her cover. Um, to you know, her her ring is is ending. But I think it it, it was it was a, it was time for the, the to give the belt to Britt Baker. You know, Britt Baker had that amazing feud with Thunder Rosa. Over during the pandemic, that amazing match between them two, and and now let's let's see what Baker let's see what Britt Baker can do with the women's title now. Now that now she's the top, now now that she is that the top woman in the in the division of the company now. Let's we'll see what she can do now. It's like, what's your thoughts about this match? Uh, you know, it was great. Uh, like I said, uh, great to see uh, Britt finally uh, win the women's title. I think she's mm-hmm. uh, as a character, she's really killed it since uh, turning heel last year. Mm-hmm. You know, she's and she's finally kind of shaking off that uh, post concussion, you know, issue she had from the uh, first couple months of AEW in 2019. So she's got better in the ring as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, she uh, she was a great women's champion, but you know, she held the championship for over a year, or so. You know, is is it really it was time, you know, for uh Yeah. You know, she's beating everyone as well. So mm-hmm. really see it was time for her, you know, you know, t- time for her to you know lose the title. But you know, Britt face gonna be a good champion, uh, you know, she's killed her as a character. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the long term plan is probably, you know, Funda Rosa beats her. I think that's what yes. you know, the whole thing's setting up to. Mm-hmm. But uh, or at least you know, big title match between too. But you know, like yeah. I said, uh, the only thing I the only thing about this match is there was a buoyant like you know, Rebel hit 
I think she, I can't remember who she is. Someone with the crutch with her crutch. She like, was right, like, with the crutch. Yeah, yeah, but she it was like right in front of the referee. It is kind of like the timing. Uh, yeah, that was the like one of like time just wrote and it was like I was like DQ and it's like well they kind of ignore it, you know. Yeah, so I feel like that's kind of like the only bad thing about that, but you know, like yeah. so break, you know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy that she won the title. I think that's, you know, I said, um, I actually, you know, I, you know, doing this whole week, you know, with the whole, we're not going, we're not, we'll have to get into with the cuts and stuff like that of, you know, for WWE. But I, I wanted to do an episode maybe next week about, the, you know, the state of the women's division because I know that's been a, that's been a topic I've been thinking of, you know, thinking about too because you know, with the cuts, you know, recently. The women division is looking kind of thin <laughs> in WWE, and uh, yeah, but we'll save that one for another for no fight for next week. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the um, I'm, I, I enjoyed that match. Um, besides, I like, did the little rebel thing. I think that was kind of like, eh, like what, like you know, disqualification. But yeah, but um, overall, good match between the two. Um, I can see maybe another rematch between the two. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. Um. The next match was Darby Allen and Sting versus the men of the year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky in a tag match. Um, like you said, like these tag matches and stuff get kinda um <laughs> get kinda, you know, they move so fast. Like Darby Allen took so much punishment in this match. Like that spot when um when Ethan Page threw him over the um mm. o- over the ring. Oh, I'm like, okay, into man. I'm like, I'm I'm like yeah, into the crowd. I'm like, oh man, I'm like Okay, guys. I know you. I know we. This is the first time you're fighting in the live crowd, but I'm. You know, you know. It's kind of different when you watch different styles of wrestling, like well, maybe a new style. Say, Go ahead. That's gonna say that's just a Darby Allen match. Though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, and, and you know, it's like Dar- I, I told my phone and I said Darby Allen is basically the newer version of Spike Dudley. Like, where can I throw him today? Like, <laughs> that's that's kind of the feel I have for Darby Allen. But he's a great competitor, though. Tough as nails. Um, but yeah, um, Sting got the rub. Sting, um, Sting hit Scorpio Sky with the um, um, Scorpion Death Lock. Um, not Scorpio, uh, Scorpion Death Drop, and um, he beat him. So, um, so what, what was your thoughts about this measure? And what was the thoughts about seeing Sting? Yeah, um, so the big story on back. this one, the big story on this one is just Sting. You know, he's sixty-two years old. There was fun like he was done. You know, because this match. Mm-hmm. So Seth Rollins when you hit the. I guess uh, the turnbuckle powerbomb spot was, you know, interesting off of that one. So everyone thinking, mm-hmm. things broken down, can't go anymore, you know. Uh, but then, you know, he had the same match in the uh, last preview of Revolution, you know. Mm-hmm. It was so fine, but, you know, you know, same mag. So I was worried, like, okay, how's Sting going to look, you know, in front of crowd, you know, live match. He looked great, honestly. He did. You know, this is this match wasn't, you know, anything like, uh, wasn't trying to win match of the night or anything, but this is just, you know, get the crowd excited, staying like defying all expectations. He's 62 years old, he's still moving like you know, maybe like 20 years younger. Here, he's doing dives, he's doing all his centrist spot, everything like that. He even took the shirt off, you know, <laughs> so because you know, kind of infamous to wrestling in his, in his shirt for like, the last couple of years. Like, he, he looked <laughs> great, you know, like I said, uh, Darby, he's a daredevil, he's going to do all the crazy things, take all the crazy spots, bumps, you know, he's like a daredevil. So uh, I'm big. I'm becoming big. I'm coming. Uh, not a big fan, but like, I'm a fan of uh, Ethan Page. Though he's he's got a good look to him, and he's also destructively strong as well. 
mm-hmm. the way he be from people on his uh, uh outsider's edge uh so like that. you know he's also a good talker too so yeah so i feel yeah. like he's kind of outshone scorpio on the mic as well you know scorpio's kind of I, I like scorpio as a wrestler but i feel like the problem is like his personality is not really all there you know i feel like he's kind of yeah. trying a little too hard you know, sometimes I I I, I, I kind of like the team of them though, but you know, I think Ethan is gonna be the one that's gonna like outshine Scorpio. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, I can see Ethan Page. Um, yeah, yeah, you, I can say yeah, he has the um, he has he has the look, you know, of a star. So yeah, I can see that happening down. I can see them breaking up at some point. Um, um, yeah, um, but yeah, like yeah, the whole like you said, the whole story was Sting um fight after six years, I believe, um, in in the ring. Um, so, and now you say you look, you look great. You know, he looks really good. Um, hopefully he'll just do it every now and then. Don't do it constantly. Maybe come back maybe once in a blue moon and have like a match or something like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he, you know, happy he got that. Um, he actually had a, he actually had a good match and actually won a match. Unlike what he did in WWE. Hopefully he has like a nice run. And so far his run actually been very well. So, um, yeah, that's great. Um, number nine, um, pop now, now, I actually thought, you know, the Big Baker match is my number one, but this might be my number one. The Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy versus Pac, three-way match for the AEW World Heavyweight for the World Championship. And who but not say the best in the world was Kenny Omega who won the, uh, match. And a sidebar, you know, um, I think it was, I think it was during this pay-per-view or during Dynamite. Um, they are... They put the thing on JR and, was, and people was, you know, getting on him because, you know, I think leading up to this pay-per-view or week before, he named Randy Orton the um, the greatest wrestler of all time at this time right now. And a lot of people, he got a lot of flag from that, saying, like, what about Kenny Omega, you know, and all that stuff. And then, you know, it was his opinion. You know, I, you know everybody has their own opinion. But um, but um, this match, this match was awesome. I really love this match. The interference thing. Um, I'm getting, I'm, I'm so used to it with them because, you know, it's the elite. So it's, they're going to really, they're going to interfere, but it is, but it is what it is. But, um, Ken, Kenny and Pac had a, you know, had a, some great singles matches and then all added Orange Cassidy, you know, freshly squeezed in the match, you know, it's just awesome. And, um, and they come to find out, it seemed like they're going to set up something maybe that don't want between Kenny and Megan and Orange Cassidy. For the title on a singles match down the line. So, um, um, what's, what's, so what's your thoughts about this match? Um, oh, man, I thought this match, match was amazing. I thought it was yes, match, match, I, my buying match of the night, personally. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Orange Cassidy, he's another one of those guys who, uh, was way, way over with, uh, the live crowds, you know, when they had mm-hmm. that. Uh, the, you know, he still was, uh, you know, good with joint pandemic with a few of, uh, Chris Jericho, but, Without mm-hmm. the crowd, you know, being into the uh, in the orange Cassidy kind of hurt him a little bit. Yeah. So, but you know, when the crowd came back, like you can say, this is why well, he's one of the you know, top guys in the company here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the crowd's behind him. Of course, Pac, uh, Pac is amazing as well. Amazing wrestler came for us. You know the uh, you know the belt collector, uh, four world champions here. Uh, you know, it, it was such a great match. I, I can't like worse cannot describe how great it was. You know. Uh, you know, and the crowd helps out uh, well. You know, they finally, you know, well, not fine, but they, you know, there's the entire, uh, you know, Don Callis and Farron King and Mega's behalf as well. You know, they get the long mm-hmm. champ for you know, uh, you know, for Don Callis, you know, how the crowd felt about him. So that was great. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, they, 
uh, as well. You know, Kenny had him with like all four of his world titles to keep him down. So it wasn't like he just uh, beat him or anything. So, uh, but you know, like I said, great match. And I think you know, uh, like I said before, you know, I think the obvious story is building up to King Omega versus Hound uh, Page. You know, at the uh, end of the summer, probably at All Out for the world title, which <clears> I think you know this is where. No, Cam Mega will probably lose his day day world title here. So, yeah, yeah, I, I see that possibly happen too down the line too. I, I think that I think that has to happen. I think that, I think everybody wants to see that match between Kenny and, and Adam Page. You know, the the elite versus the um the Dark Order technically. You know, going forward. Um, um, and one other thing I you know before we get into the last match, you know, um the second Stadium Stampede um is um Mark Henry. Was unveiled as the analyst for AEW's upcoming um, Rampage show, so yeah, that's good for him. I I was actually shocked to see him on there because I thought he was still employed by WWE, but I must have forgot that he got elite release or he left over his own accord. But I, I completely forgot that he was gone actually. So um, good for Mark Henry. Um, so the last match, you know, um. Say what you want. I mean, this match. This match was good. Uh, but uh, I think I think the first one was way better. Obviously, I think the first stampede was way better. But the inner circle um, with Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Otis, Santana, and Otis. I guess the Pinnacle, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, MJF, Sean Spears, and Wardlow with Tully Blanchard. Um, so this match, this match had it all. Like this match was, there's a lot of good spots, but um, but what the thing that kind of hurt this match was because you know they just had that you know that blood and guts match, so Jericho couldn't do as much as he want as he could because he was injured in real life, and I think I think a few of them were still kind of injured from that match. So from 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 the way they could they could have just held out until this match, but I understand why they did a second match too. Um. But you know, um, there was a lot of good, you know, people showed Conan showed up. That was amazing to see Conan. I was expecting seeing him and there was a lot of good spots, you know, the whole like you know, Sean Spears being in the little in the um when Sammy Gaval was trying to find Sean Spears and he was sitting down in the chair and he was surrounded by chairs and um um Jericho and um MJF was like in the NF like in the offices of the Jaguars, um um, in the stadium, and that was cool to see that little stuff. Um, they didn't really show too much set of Santana Ortiz, but they didn't just in that bar, they didn't really do too much with them. The Jake Hager and um, Wardlow, that was you know, that was physical between them two, you know, that's leading into their match in the next couple weeks. So, yeah, um, I, th- I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was a good match, a good match in the stadium stampede. Um, I think last, I think the first one was obviously better. But it, it was good though. It was a lot of enjoyable spots from this match. Um, what you what you guys say about this one? Uh, I echo the same sentiments you said. I think the first last year one was better all around. Uh, this one it, it was it was fine. It wasn't bad. Uh, but uh, I did enjoy my my favorite spot was you know uh, Chris Jericho and MJF bro in the Jaguars office. Yeah, just for just for you know Urban Meyer here, <laughs> you know showing and Charlie Strong showing up just in like sitting there in the office like just looking like like start throwing footballs around too as well. So you know, uh-huh. and uh, the spot where they uh, go through the office back in the office and uh, you know the little cut off uh, Shaq Khan on Jaguars owners back there, you know. <laughs> 
So just a little fun shout outs there. Uh, like you mentioned, Conan, you know, being the DJ in the club there, it was also a uh, fun cameo. Mm-hmm. Also, just uh, Tully Blanchard's outfit, like he's like, that's, God bless Tully, but it's, it's just so funny seeing him, you know, cuff t shirt, jeans. He's just sitting stand in the bar having a drink as well. So, very funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, just Sean Spears' chair room, nice, you know, little callback, you know, it's like, it's just funny. It's just funny watching these little brawls around Daily's place and seeing like these kind of like rooms and, and stuff like that. You know, like, yeah, you know, it's like there's just a like a room full of chairs there, you know, everyone joked just like the chair dimension there for Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, in the, in the, it was good to see Sammy get the win, the actual win thing. Yeah, it brought back into the the ring at the end. Uh, and there's that one point where MJF and Chris Jericho brought like high up. And I thought like he's gonna throw him off the, the thing. That, yeah, that, I realized like oh that's actually like kind of a drop. So yeah, maybe don't throw him off there. So, but uh, yeah, they brought back down to the ring. Sammy hits a six thirty, you know, which was crazy. You know, seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, they got the big win for the team. You know, crowd goes home happy. You know, uh, they're singing Judas. You know, it's great to hear. It's also great to hear that with full crowd singing. And, you know, the fire, the uh, great shot of the fire as well. You know, going mm-hmm. behind them, uh, pyro, balloons, confetti, everything going off. And, you know, so send home home uh, crowd home happy. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, that's that's how kind of the show went off. So, you know, yeah. his job, you know. Yeah, dude, I, I actually, you know, I'm, um, um, I'm happy Sammy got the Sammy got the rub. That was awesome that he got the rub. Yeah, especially He's since gonna... the uh, sorry because I cut you off, but since uh, you know, last year, last year same MP one, he was the one who uh, lost and took the pin uh, from uh, yeah, came, came <laughs> got the, uh, the one winged angel from the platform and the uh, everything high up. So, mm-hmm. so I feel like he kind of in that, especially also since you know. In the uh, Blind Gus match, Sammy Guevara was the one who surrendered for the inner circle. So it seems yeah. seem like it's like kind of that redemption for Sammy that you know he's finally he got the win for his team here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense when you, when you say it like that because you know, like you said, he lost last time and then he surrendered to them in the um, Blood and Guts match and he got the win now. So he kind of got some kind of. Some type of redemption back, you know. Um, so um yeah, looking forward to what they got planned for them um going forward. I know um on Friday I didn't watch it, but I did watch the clips of it and they did mention that you know it ain't over between the pinnacle and the inner circle, no time soon. Um yeah, the, uh, the rubber match, but, I said it's gonna be like the guess the rubber match, but I, I'm just trying to like wrap my head around like okay, what else can they really do here? <laughs> I know, yeah, like you know they, like, they the did blind, two yeah, matches, the blind and Gus and Stamp which are both like crazy matches on his own. Uh-huh. It's like how can you top this now? And they they figured something out, you know they got they um if they if they play their cards right, they could lead this into um. We listen to the fall, but I think this might be just a summer summer program, um, to be honest with you, just to get everybody riled up. And but um hopefully there's a overstage welcome too long because um now we're gonna get into like, you know, talk about AEW as a whole, as far as like, you know, the company as a whole, which there's so many good things I can say about it. You know, there's a lot of things I love about them, but there are some things I'm kinda like, you know, eh. You know, um, that I kind of question about them, and one thing I like them to start off with is like, there's a lot of factions. <laughs> there's so many, and I and I love factions. I think you know you can build off so many factions. You know, you can build people up, and then you know stuff like that. Um, 
Um, I think factions are, you know, you know, you always you always have your your top guys in a faction who outshine certain guys like you know, like you know, finishing a domination. It was the rock, the rock was the you know the top guy, obviously, and DX, you know, it was like a little bit of a mixture, but Triple H was the was the main guy, even though he was the leader, he was the main guy of it and NWO, you know, it was it was Oak Hogan, you know, all all these amazing factions and then you know, the AEW, you know, they said, you know, you have the elite with Kenny Omega and, and the Bucks, and you have the Dark Order, who you don't really see that much like that no more, but they still out there. Um, you have the Inner Circle now. You have um, you have the Pinnacle now. You have the other group um, with um, Un Solo and um, uh, with the Factory. You have that group, and... Um, you just you just have a lot of factions now. Um, so um, um, so what's your, what's, what's your thoughts about that? You know, but personally, I don't mind it. But then you just get kind of lost in the shuffle because you're like, yeah, well, okay, what faction is that one? And what's the faction? And which one are they from? So like, uh, so you know, I'm not that yeah, I'm sorry about that, but you know, which what's your thoughts about the factions and stuff like that? Um, I love, I love, you. See, I love factions. So mm-hmm. like, factions are like one of my favorite parts of wrestling. So mm-hmm. I feel like once you have like a big roster, like uh, eight days grinding, so it kind of makes sense to put like people in factions. So mm-hmm. that way you won't like go for the same uh, matches or won't have like same people you know, going and can she share. Plus it's easier, you know, way to book people if you're aligned with someone. Mm-hmm. Say like like came at page, you know, he's kind of aligned with Dark Order, you know, they're friends. So it's like easy to yeah. have like someone have like Dark Order, you know, face against like they were going against like a like a Team Taz or something. So mm-hmm. that way you won't have to do like you know Elm Page versus you know all Team Taz like one way after each other you know every week. Mm-hmm. So it, it allows you know cr- like more creative freedom to, you know book some more stuff on the yeah. shows. So uh, but you know and it's also kind of like a how you do in Japan you know especially like New Japan how yes how their roster is broken up into factions. You know when I got into New Japan around like full time like around 2015 or so 2014 2015 that's kind of mm-hmm. like how. You know, Aaron, the roster is largely broken up to factions, but you know they still has like uh, wrestlers weren't in factions, but it was, but still, it kind of it kind of feel like you're picking your team. Yeah. So you know you're you know so you kind of like has this like yeah it's your group like I'm in Bullet Club you know that's my group or I'm in the uh, Los Angeles because you know you like Naito and them or you know love mm. uh, Chaos because uh, you know uh, Okada or Suzuki Gun. Yeah. You know, uh, you know it's in that kind of thing, but. So uh, and to me, it does bother me, uh, just because you know uh-huh. I, kinda, I just love factions, you know. Yeah, I feel like once they have uh, they kind of do more with like a faction versus faction, you know. Because right now it's kind of seem like a lot of them are still kind of like feuding with each other, but you know maybe yeah, moving yeah. down the line you have uh Kelly's group against Team Taz or you know Dark Order versus uh, Pinnacle, Taz, you know stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you know, I think I think you yeah. know once we see more of it, it can be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm like, like, like you said. I don't, I don't have any issues with none of the factions enough like that. I love everybody that's in factions, but you just get kind of sidetracked. You're like, dad, you know what faction that's from, and you know, and um, but like you said, you know, like that's what they do in Japan, you know, and um, you know, and uh, Ring of Honor, you know, everybody, you know, there's so many people in the Bull Club now. It's like it's ridiculous. So um, yeah, you know, like um, but that's one thing. But one thing I, I do love that, but you know, sometimes you just get confused with those um. Um, next thing, you know, um, let's let's get let's get right into it. The um, the women, the women's the, the women's roster for AEW. Um, 
I um I think it's gotten way better um than it did when it first started. They still have a lot of work they have to do with it, but I think it's improved tremendously. I I mean like from you know with the pandemic, you know, um so um you know I I have obviously I wanna see more, you know, more screen time for them and you know, um like you know, I like I I I would I would dare say you know the catalyst for them was that Brent Baker versus um 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 uh, what's that girl name um uh Thunder Rosa I I would I would say that that's probably the match that kind of not put them on the map that would but the kind of put interest more interest in like okay you know can we get more spotlight on them um in a sense but um yeah you know what's so what's your thoughts about the um. The AEW's woman division right now, like um, with your likes and dislikes for it. I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean, I say it's gonna be better. They're, I think again, they're better than was uh, you know, during the pandemic, just because they had Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, some of the roster members weren't like able to travel. Some of them just uh, sailed, you know, during those early COVID days, so they had like a smaller roster available to them. But uh, they make some good hires, good partnerships. You know, I think we'll really you know turn the tide was you know the women's tournament they had uh, at the beginning of this year. Yeah, like it just about every match in the whole tournament was just absolutely great. So you know, and uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Just more like actual storylines for them would be great. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you kind of see it in a little bit, but it's like for the most part, most of them kind of like uh, relegated to dark and elevation for the storylines. Yes. But you know they're kind of there. You know they start to have more than uh, one women's match and segment show, which allegedly maybe you know turn TNT uh, not one in more than one. But I guess they kind of uh, you know change their stance on that. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, but uh, like I said, they have they have uh, some good talent. Uh, I think uh, once hopefully they decide a couple people from uh, the recent day releases. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I'm, I'm the guy who watches like Dark Elevation every week, so I like seeing like some of the top indie uh, women's wrestlers like uh, mm-hmm. get showcased as well as well as like the people that's in uh, you know the tra- the developmental there between, either between the Dustin Rosa school or like uh, Cody's uh, school, so mm-hmm. the, the Nightmare Factory. So uh, so they have some uh, they have some uh, promise. Uh, I think I mean like I said, I just I think it might be better booked than like Days Main Roster Women Division. Which is yeah. just an necessity at this moment, but oh yeah, uh, you know, far, you know, far away to go from like Impact, which you know has like like every woman has their character and has their storylines there, or NXT, which is uh, the best American in ring uh, women's division at the moment. But mm-hmm. you know, like I said, uh, hopefully you know I think uh, hopefully you know once uh, Thunder Rose's NWA contract expires, uh, you know they sign her, have her basically be the in charge. Of the uh, I, I can see her being in charge of the women's division for AEW. Yes. Uh, she has a lot of her students there working the tapings and everything like that. She's also, I think, a producer and coach some some matches. Uh, Serena D as well as uh, has been a good help. Dustin Rose, you know, he's always trained the women there before the shows, and then a lot of the women uh, like him as well. So, but uh, yeah, so I think, like I said, just more you know TV time, more character, uh, mm-hmm. or you know TV time, more character storylines. But uh, I think I think it's kind of, it's trending into the right direction. So hopefully, it continues yeah. there. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, you hit it out in nails. Like you know, um, like, like you said, like you said, like, like you do, like you just said, like um, I don't really watch Raw. I don't. I haven't watched Raw in about about a month now. I was, 
I just watched the snippets. Yeah, I I just watched the. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one, John. I'm I watch the snippets and stuff online on YouTube. Let's get the gist of what's happening, but I don't watch the the whole three hours show unless something big happens. But I don't watch it at all. Like I do watch um Elevation on um on Mondays and um when when it was on YouTube and man, they be having some good matches on there and um. That doesn't get the shot, but it doesn't get the recognition it deserves because it's like you have some good matches and you get some more storytelling for some, you know, for some of the women and guys too. The ones you don't, you don't see on the um on um on um dynamite and stuff like that. So um, yeah, but you know, all you know, like I said, you know, hopefully maybe next week, maybe next week we'll talk about the women's division as a whole as far as AEW, WWE, NXT. I know. I say NXT, NXT is a separate thing from WWE, but um, it's the same thing. But maybe next week we can talk about you know the whole women's division of all of the brands as a whole. Um, because this is a lot of stuff I think we can talk about with the AEW, with the with the with the women's yeah. division. Hopefully, we'll state uh, that aside. Hopefully, we'll uh, show happening again. Uh, you know, spread out like stories more. Yes, like, uh, yeah, I hope uh, so too. Yeah, the, the women deserve the shine because they have a lot of good, yeah. like, like you know, they have a lot of good workers for, if, yeah. uh, for both, actually. You know, I, I want to make it all about AW, but both had tremendous workers. But, yeah. Uh, plus, you know, I, yeah. Like, plus, with AW, you know, they, like, I really like the, uh, you know, the breakdown for, like, the, the segments and ratings and stuff like that, the two viewerships. Yes. And, like, and, like, for a while, like, for, uh, there was a while for, like, a lot of the, uh, like, high points. And like a a certain uh, viewership was like the women's matches, so yeah, you know, they obviously like have like the the interest is there, for, you know, once they build mm-hmm. it up. But you know, I feel like well now because you know, the show's getting preempted due to basketball, so it's kind of like a wash yeah. at the moment. But you know, once it goes back, to, you know, the regular time slot and everything, and once the mm-hmm. uh, rampage starts airing, you know, they have like more time for the. So is rampage coming on Fridays, or that's coming on. Yeah, it's coming um, on Fridays, but it's only gonna okay. be like an hour long. So okay, so Rampage is gonna be like ele- elevation because I'm kind of uh, confused about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be better than elevation. I mean elevation kind of got like I feel like elevation purpose kind of got muddled a little bit just due to the pandemic. You know, still doing mm. it, but like Rampage, think of it how like uh like Sunday night he was like back in the 90s. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, it's it's like feel, yeah, it's like it's like they're gonna have like they're gonna have like the stars, but it's probably gonna be like more of the mid and lower car people gonna be on okay. there more. So okay, so that's that's so what I, think, I, I, think, I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, that's that. what, I mean that's what like I expected to be. So I probably see like more uh more like guys like Dark Order, maybe more Ricky Starks type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not gonna be like completely like squash matches and everything like that, but yeah, kind of like, like what half of, like dark and uh, elevation was during the pandemic. But. Yeah, so yeah, and, and speaking of um, like you know, um, the Dark Order and Ricky Starks, you know, like okay, so you know, I'm gonna get into it. Like you know, how do you feel about the roster as far as like the overall roster? Like you think um, so you know, obviously you know, let me let me you know. The roster, the roster that we have right now, okay. So, and you know, with the whole recent stuff of you know WWE releasing people left and right, um, the past couple weeks actually, um, do you want to see them any of those wrestlers go over to the main roster to to AEW's roster, 
as a sense, or do you think that the roster they have right now is not established yet? I would see some of them, but I think the thing is, like, a lot of these people they sign are, like, aren't necessarily, uh, we're not ready, they're necessarily used to wrestling TV, which is, like, mm-hmm. the difference between, like, WWE, because, you know, they've, people have been wrestling on TV for, like, for a while, even, like, some of the newer people kind of used mm-hmm. to working in front of those cameras, you know, so I feel like that's kind of a, a thing, but I, I would like to see some, not, not everyone, obviously, you can't really sign everyone, but like you know, Samojo, I you know, I would see him there because because not even that. I feel like some of these guys, like even look at Christian, you know, like you know, a lot of these guys, like yeah, we work, uh, you know, just because we like we want to work again. But at the same time, you just tell like yeah, we want to, like actually coach like some of these younger guys as well, mm. and so they can you know be the ones that are like okay, well you know you can you know, like yeah and be ready you know down in the uh, you know a couple of years down the line. So mm-hmm. you know, seeing, and you know, look at some roster roster, just like this interesting mix of, you know, got ex WWE people, we got ex like even like legends, got all these old legends in there, like Orn, Tully, Sting, you know, mm-hmm. Malenko's coach there, uh, Dustin, uh, Jake. You got like a lot of people who uh, were there from like the New Japan, you know, kind of last couple of years. You got ex mm-hmm. uh, you know indie wrestlers pro wrestling gorilla ring of honor impact it's such an interesting and then of course you got like all the people who were in, uh, in the indies and the modern indies but it's, it's just like and uh of course uh the, you know people that came up from there from the training facility so but it's just such an interesting mix it's just like this big hodgepodge of like wrestlers and in, in wrestling so that's the kind of thing i like about EW. it doesn't have like a defined style it doesn't have a defined like you know, style of matches, everything. It's not like everyone's a super worker, technical style, everyone's hardcore brawler, mm-hmm. everyone works that, that sports entertainment style or super indie style. It's like, it's everything. You know, like, you'll get like one match that's like a hardcore, like hard hand brawl. Next match will be a good, you know, uh, technical show pay, show pace, uh, showcase, excuse me. Our match will be just a bunch of like a good tag wrestling. Our next match will be, you know, kind of more of a day style match. And, and but yeah, it all works. You know, it's kind of just, it's just a big, you know, mix of wrestling. And, and, you know, then they get, like, people who make a guest appearance from, like, New Japan or Impact or yeah, another election. And, then, and it, it just it, they just come in for, like, okay, yeah, you know, here's, like, here's Yuji Nagata. Like, he's a legend, you know, not just uh, Japan, but America as well. He mm. shows up. Like, Kenta showed up, you know, and, like, so, like, some in WP. Like, Leo Rush just showed up in, like, the Battle Royal. You know, he didn't really do too much, but, you know, and so it's kind of that thing that you know people just kind of show up here for AEW, even even like the people who are signing, even the people who aren't. Yeah. And it's just like kind of this thing that is like that's kind of thing that's kind of been missing, like in wrestling, like people just like either everyone just like a indie worker just worked everywhere, so you kind of see the same matches, or everyone's under exclusive contract, so they can't really show up anywhere. But like AEW is like yeah, you got the people that's under contract, but you also got like people who just like show for for a couple appearances or two, and then they just kind of leave, and then. It's kind of happened, like anything can happen, like type of deal here. Yeah, yeah, but then and that and and like you said, I think that's what's missing in the professional wrestling. Just like anything can happen, like you you don't know who's going to show up. Like you know, like like I like I mentioned earlier, like you know, like can you imagine if Daniel Bryan, you know, was that Joker wild card, like in that in that role, like everybody would have would would have went nuts. For that, you know, like, that would have like, been amazing. Uh, or just Friday when uh, Andrade showed up. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. Know, the that funny was thing clutch. is, like, like, the crowd was booing Vicky Grell so much that like they didn't like hear that she said Andrade's name. 
So then when he came out, everyone's like, oh, like, oh my God, like on dry day, like, and then someone yeah. like completely like, like, oh God, like, you know, AEW, like, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just like, like this thing, like it kind of, that thing, like, like the door's open, you know, anyone who wants yeah. to be here is here, you know, so. Yeah, and and that's the thing, like, you know, like you said, you just don't know, and that, and, and that, like, like I said, I didn't watch it on Friday, but when I saw that he was, I said, oh my God, he, like, he's on, He's an AEW, like I wasn't yeah. expecting to go to AEW, like of all places. But I'm like, Dad, that makes sense. So I'm like, Dad, you know, like, cause I, cause I, you know, you know, there's been rumors that he must be fighting against Kenny Omega for the A, the Triple A yeah, title. Yeah, he is. He is. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh man, that, that's that's all. I, I that that's that's awesome for him. I I know, like, um, he, he's he's a tremendous worker. Yeah. And. He deserved a lot better than what he was doing for him in WWE. Yeah. Like to be a lot of them. Yeah, because I was there. You know, I I know how good. Like, I've seen like personally how good like Andrade was. I was there mm-hmm. for his uh his match with uh John Gargano. Like, oh, yeah, he uh, was there for that that, that takeover. takeover. Yeah, and, like, yeah. But uh, both you know both they were great. But you like I'm uh-huh. telling you like literally everyone in the arena was like stand up on their feet like for like that match. Mm-hmm. So like he's a uh, like he's really great. Like he's the one who taught you like uh to soon night. So you know like I'll be uh tranquilo and uh I'll be Los Angeles because you know they had the group in uh Mexico and uh mm-hmm. CMLL. So like and like he he had moments, but like, I feel like they just like did want they didn't want him to be Andrade. They didn't want to be La Sombra, you know. Yeah. So, but I feel like AEW, like I said, is, is exciting. Hopefully, hopefully kills kills it there as well. I hope he does so, too. Because you know, like he's said, he's he's great. Like yeah. he's really yeah. good. Like they could have built him up to be the next Mexican star at WWE. I'm sorry, but they says that so much that and then I know do, do with any, I know. anybody. Like, it's like it's like well, you know, they still got Ray there. The Ray's of course a legend, but like. You got all these great talent here, and you just yeah. never do anything with them. So, I mean, and, and that's what they say. Like, you, like, you, like you know, like, like you said, they said it all the time. Like, they try to, they try to do that. Like, you know, Ray was the guy, then they try to do that with, you know, um, uh, not Andrade, um, Alberto Del Rio. You saw that yeah. turned out, and um, they, yeah, they, 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 they signed like Alberto. Uh, yeah, Sankara, You know, uh, but I, I. I a hundred percent believe that if they would have gave him enough time, I think Andrade would have been the next yeah. big thing if they, they would have gave they him had, time. They had like three, they had uh all great in the ring, great charismatic as well when you want to be. Yeah, uh, great like, band, you didn't like him uh well, you know, legendary they didn't like uh didn't like uh if didn't think he uh speak English well. But you know yeah, they, they, that was the thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. well he speaks it fine enough, but you know they gave him a manager, he has Zelina. And, yeah, Selena was the him. best. And then they just, really and then, yeah, then they broke them up before you know she got fired yep. as well. So, yeah, you know, just like they, it's just like they always say they want them the back. Uh, you know, not going like a day rants. They, but they yeah. always say they want uh, back, uh the next big uh, last superstar. But they never like really try to do anything. Anything with them, mm, so. exactly. Hopefully, Andrade kills an AW. Obi does too. Obi has an Obi. has a tremendous run. I'm, I'm expecting he will some great matches. Hopefully, we'll see him. See him at Kenny Omega. Maybe that could be yeah, a dream oh, match. Man. I oh man, There's, can you imagine dude, that match? It's Woo! gonna be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like Kenny Omega, no, uh, Kenny Omega is the best big match wrestler in a yes. long time. 
uh, you know, I think Roman's Roman's up there though. Roman's getting yeah. up there. But I think just just Kim Omega, Omega big match. Main event tell matches. He's just like phenomenal. Yes, he's like, tremendous. Man. Oh, and like, yeah, so I just imagine like uh, Andre was trying to prove like yes, you prove like yeah, you know, just yeah, he you know trying to like uh, that chip on his shoulder, that edge in him. You know, I, I think that's that's uh, that could be amazing. Yes. Oh man, I, I can, oh man, can you, just imagine the matches he can have like this. And and and, and, and like, like like you said earlier, this is what we miss in wrestling. Like we, you miss the. The, the surprise, in fact, or like the, the yeah. dream match is like, yeah, WWE. Like I said, I'm not gonna try to like say, like I said, we're not trying to make this a WWE rant because we always try. talk about WWE, yeah. but AW just has that freshness compared yeah. to WWE. Like, you know, you have your Kenny Omegas, you have your Miro's. I'm not the biggest fan of Miro, but. His character is, is actually really good. Like, I have to admit, like, you know, it's a big difference than how his Rusev character was. Yeah. And I mean, he's at least, like, the later, the later, like, years of Rusev. You know, Rusev was oh, great. Yeah. You know, his first couple of years on the roster, and then it's kind of, like, ru- ruined him for a while. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, yeah. Nero, Nero had a shaky start, you know, for a while. But it, but it's, like, it all led up to the buildup of, like, him, you know, t- you know, well, basically killing his, uh, you know, best uh, former best friend Kip Sabian. They turn him yep. to a monster. Like I said, like he's a monster, like like psychopath. Like he, like he now he knows that he's great. Like and now he's like the TNT champion. I think he's gonna have a killer run with that belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and and one thing I like about AEW is like you know, even though there's a lot of tag teams, like you know, one of them like. But what you you kind of got me into is Max Max Caster, yeah. the claimed like his <laughs> raps. I just laugh every time. Like Mila Farmer just bust out laugh. Every time we hear him rap, I just laugh because he be saying some funny stuff, man. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. Like I was like, because I told my tough I said, tell my father, I said, John got me into Max Caster. Like he is he he is so funny, and it says. His raps and he's a he's a good competitor too. He can he can wrestle too. So it's like, oh man, it's just it's just amazing. Um, but yeah, like um, he's another guy that I was so happy. Like like the crows are back because like you know seeing this stuff like I like say like his raps and so like he's saying great. You know, I just be laughing at him. But it's so funny like with the crowd are now reacting to him as well. Like I love how everyone said like like he's watching like a clip of his interest saying like yeah he's gonna be a baby face too because like the crowd's going like yeah I think the crowd's gonna like turn him face just because like how they reacted to his lines and like they're actually like cheering for him too like when he's mm-hmm. did his rap so but. so yeah you know and I think we're gonna you know um we about to you know we about to hit that you know because I'm gonna say two more things you know like what yeah. you so like what's your things about and this will be the first one I did say the last one for last um. So what's your so what's your thoughts about the ranking system? I, I actually like the ranking system. Sometimes they don't follow it as much, but I do like it. I do like that they have like a ranking system to let you know who's the number one contender and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it changes weekly. Like you know, I'm looking at it now as far as June second, and obviously Jungle Boy is gonna be number one because he won the Battle Royale. But Adam Page is number two, and um, and Darby Allen is number three. So. As far as the um for the male for the men's ranking, um Thunder Rosa is number one, but she's still under contract for um NWA right now. So that's probably so they're gonna probably one you know, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, they're gonna probably play with Brit Breakers components, you know, Ty Con um Conti 
It sounds she's you know, number two, and Navo is number three right now. And far as the um the tag team, you know, it's um the Varsity Blondes. They had their match already. Um, they claim is number two, and Private Party's number three. And you know we might get a rematch between FTR and the Bucks at some point down the line. But um, so but yeah, what's your thoughts about the ranking system uh, for the um yeah. AW and and them keeping tracks of the winning loss records yeah. too? Most of them I I enjoyed that, especially because you know kind of gets uh, you know like uh, like, like I said I don't want to keep bringing this, but you know when yeah. when the bigger places just like like the wins and loss don't matter. Everyone like that's not like the in the uh like main event scene is kind of like fifty fifty booking, so it doesn't uh-huh. really matter. So but like with AW you kind of see like okay this person is on, like a Though ten match win streak, so of course like, it makes sense that they're in line for a title shot. And that mm. she like even like stuff like on dark gets noticed like uh last not last week but the week before when uh Dante Martin uh, a top flight he was he's been putting some good matches on dark and so and then you know got said okay well he's like next in line for a TNT top shot and I mean he had no mm. chance of winning against Miro you know so you know but uh, but it actually makes sense that you know okay well this person here you know it's like number five contender. You know, so there, it, like, I think what what makes it so great was uh, she was run when uh, and when leading up to the match with Britt Baker. It's like Britt, mm-hmm. I think she was like, okay, you know, after the lifestyle match, lifestyle match didn't officially counts because you know it's unsanctioned, so you know that's not lost my record at all. So you know, trying to spark, you know, for the hill to do that. So yeah, so say okay, now okay, I'm gonna start going on going dark. I'm gonna go elevation and dynamite. Go win all my matches and ring, rise up the rankings. You know, at the same time. Like whoever was like number one and number two were like facing Sheeta for the title, and she was beating them. So like you know, uh, take Ty Conti was like number one ranked, and then you know Sheeta beat Ty Conti. And meanwhile, like mm-hmm. Britt Baker was like number two, and then, and yeah. then after she had beat Ty Conti, Britt Baker was like, okay, well now officially I'm number one now, and I'm calling my shot the next pay per view, and they yeah. for that because you know Sheeta beat like everyone ab- uh, above her uh, and beneath yeah. her in the rankings, and then no, Britt Baker was like, I'm winning my match, so I'm rising up. But at the same time, <laughs> you look closely, you see, like, Funda Rosa is also one of her men. Yeah. She's already Brit, so I feel like that's where they're going to go with this. It's like, okay, Brit, you know, you won your matches, but I did too. So, you know, you, like, I'm coming after you as next. So, like, things like that is when, like, the rankings work, like, perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like the only thing is, like, there's, like, a couple weeks where, like, it seems like they just kind of forget to, like, update the rankings or so. Yeah. So, I feel like yeah. that's, like, the only kind of thing. Like, when they do it consistently and they make the matches, like, like, it may, when they upload your ranks consistently, it just makes the matches like mean so much more because you know, we actually say, okay, well, this person is going to be, uh, you know, getting the next title shot or you know, whatever. This person is going to be, you know, next, uh, you know, big uh, contender here. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I, I love it. You know, it keeps you, like you say, you know, it keeps you up to date as far as who's the top, the top person to you fight for the title down the line. Sometimes it changes, like you said, they don't, yeah, like you said, they don't keep it up to date. Usually, but um, yeah, I, I I love I love that little and you know thing did add it. So last thing we're gonna add, um, last thing we're gonna do, you know, um, you know, um, I wasn't gonna do this, but we you know we talked about how Andrade showed up on AEW and that was amazing, and looking forward to his career in AEW. Um, but what better way to do end off the episode with um. Uh, Talk about the list of released superstars in WWE yeah. as far as 2021 and see where they potentially may end up, whether it's AEW or 
TNA or whatever wrestling company there is. So or New Japan, whatever. So I, I do have the list of all the, the wrestlers and stuff like that who who they can go up with. Um so number one, I don't like him, but I don't see him wrestling no more. And I forgot that he got fired, but I'm Lord Sullivan. Do you see him wrestling in any of those companies down the line? I'm sorry, go a second. Okay. Oh, his name again? Let's try to get the list of him. Okay. <laughs> so who's uh? Who's the person you said? Uh... Well, um, I I I just put in um, I want to Google and let's put in the um. The no, no, who's the, uh, oh. the name? Who's the name? Oh, Ross Sullivan, my best thing. Ross uh, Sullivan. I think he's retired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it's because he has uh, you know, anxiety attacks and everything else. I, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's just gonna retire. Cool. Step away from the spotlight of wrestling, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't see him wrestling. I don't like him. So yeah. Um, Steve Cutler. I did. Um, so Steve Cutler. Um, I don't know if you know. You probably do. They actually did a vignette for him on um Impact. So he is yeah, going to Impact. Yeah. So um. That's good uh, for him. Yeah, it makes sense. He's uh, dating uh, Deanna Perazzo, so. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, brain, so. Yeah, no, no brainer. Uh, well, Big Show, you know, he's on. He's he's working for AEW. Andrade's with AEW. So, um, so now we get into the ones that's gonna be kind of tough. Um, Samoa Joe. Um, where do you think he will go at? Um. I, for me personally, I would love, I would love to see him in AEW and just clean up shop and be the Joe that we know from TNA and from and from NXT. So I would, I want to see that Joe, you know, do it. But do I see him returning because of his medical issue? The, the, the stuff I don't know. But I mean, well, it just depends. Yeah, but you know, apparently, you know, the whole uh, yeah, Joe was injured, and uh, well, besides his concussion, you know, that was she got like a last year from a commercial. That's like, you know, the whole thing was speculating. Oh yeah, Joe injured his uh, you know, tailbone in his back during that Mm -hmm. uh, his his uh, Tina Mexican sting like uh, back in two thousand eight. But like, apparently, that was just like a thing that you know the fans just you know thought that 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 was the truth. But Joe mentioned like, no, that that I wasn't injured from that spot, so. So yeah, apparently, yeah. you know, he's good to go. Like you said, I think, I think, I put if I was putting money on it, I think he's going to AEW. You think so? Okay. I, if okay. I put money on it, I think he's going to AEW. So. I think, yeah, like, I, I, I think I, so too. I, I really it's, do. It's a long shot for like Impact, just because I think Impact, I mean. The bad blood, Dan. No, too, not even the bad blood. blood. Well, I mean, that's like three different uh, regimes ago. So but I just think like Impact just like nuts. I don't think, I don't think they'll get like in the top stars really. Nah, but, you know maybe maybe someone would do it for like uh, lesser money, but like I feel like AEW is like the most they well, they can get like the most money and, and then they're also like the most prominence, uh, you know, for the spotlight and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So not every wrestler is gonna be that, but I feel like for a lot of them, like yeah, you know, them could get paid well and you know, working the mm-hmm. AEW for you know the primetime TV here, you know, no, no yeah. respect to other companies, but I think that's he's gonna go. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like um, like. Like I was, exp- I, I want him to go to AEW. Um, I would love for him to go to New Japan too, but that's that's a stretch going to New Japan. You know, that's a that's a, you know, you know, that's in Japan. You know, they still have a trouble with the pandemic and stuff over there too. But I, I do see him going. To, I, I that's my first choice for him to go to AEW and just clean shop down there. Make him have be be the Joe that we all know. Like that's the Joe I like. And um, 
Yeah, you know me. I, I, I'm a huge Samoa Joe fan, and I've been following him since TNA. And him and AJ are like my top two guys from from, from New Japan. I mean, I'm from from um, from, um, from TNA that crossed over to WWE, and I expected them to do big things. AJ did big things, and Joe did big things too, but not to where I wanted him to be at, where I thought he was going to be at. But uh, I, I'm hoping he has a great run. Him, him against Kenny Omega, that's another match I would love to see. Joe against Kenny. And you can finally use the muscle buster. So uh, <laughs> uh, that'd be great to see that. Um, so going to the next one, Mojo Rawley. I don't see him going no. I think he's done wrestling. I don't care um, about Mojo. So like, what do you think he's going to go at Mojo Rawley? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I can see it being like impact type of deal. Maybe. Uh, I see him being like Impact. I mean, I can see him going to NWA. I can go to see NWA. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Show them indie ones. Oh, yeah, MLW. Maybe Vig of Honor, maybe. Maybe. I don't think. No, no, not Vig of Honor. No, no, never mind. I'll take that back. I can see him in NWA. NWA or Impact, I can see him potentially going. Now, I'm. Plus, I'm putting these two together because I can see them both going to the same place. Billy Kay and Payne Royce, mm. um, the Iconics. I see them going to AEW, no doubt. I, I, Payne Royce already has the connections with Sean Spears, and Billy Kay, I know, will be happily to go to AEW with her, and they can have that tag team reunion, you know, again there. So that that's that's where I see them going to, to, to AEW. Um, with the, with the iconics, so what you got for them? <laughs> uh, it's down to two. It's really AW or Impact. Mm-hmm. I would say Impact is just because you know Impact has the uh, knockouts tag team titles. Yeah, you know. So in a sense, if they if those uh, if Billy and Payton uh, are still going to be a tag team, then you know this makes sense. Uh, I think. I mean, we have some rumors that the AW's uh, you know eventually going to get the uh, women's tag titles. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, they have a couple tag teams, uh, you know, kind of uh, formed there already. And they also had, like, uh, some on uh, the indie talents that's been, like, in dark in the crowd, you know, recently. So, uh, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, Payne has a connection. Her husband works there, you know. Uh, it's just down to those two, basically. I guess yeah. It's either or, you know. Yeah. Um, next is Wesley Blake. Um, um, that is the um, – the that was the ex-fiance of Alexa Bliss. Um, no, I don't Buddy know, Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Oh, geez, uh, Wesley. Oh, so Wesley Buddy Blake, his tag partner originally was a tag partner. My mistake, Dag. Um, it was uh, uh, Cutler's tag partner for God's Sons. Mm-hmm. So, um, where do you think that he might go? I don't know too much uh, about Wesley Blake. I mean, um, he, was, he was all right, never really like a stand-up wrestler or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, just basically, I he's one of those guys. Either he can be anywhere else. He in Deadway Impact. Ring of Honor, MLW. I don't really see him going to uh, AEW because I feel like they probably won't take a shot at him. Uh, yeah. mo- I mean, if, if he still wants to see him with color, then probably Impact. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just I, I feel like he's one of those guys who just kind of like, you know, he'll just go anywhere, you know, probably take him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, next one, Bo Dallas. Um, I think Bo Dallas is actually retired from wrestling. Because I, th- I think he, uh, him and, um, I did read an article when they released him that he, um, him and um, Liv Morgan are, are, um, are um, real estate. 
agent, so yeah. I think that's what he's gonna be focusing on instead of wrestling. So that's great for him. Um, uh, but if he does have that urge, I think I can see him going to maybe an impact, maybe if he if he wants to come back to wrestling. But um, yeah. Anything you guys say about Bo? Um, uh, no, that's about it. Uh, yeah, I think he'll pop um, up like somewhere, but it's probably just I do too. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like, think so it's in his cards. Probably, yeah, I, I don't think it's in his cards. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think he's retired, retired. Um, Kalisto, um, I can see him going to AEW. I actually can see him go to AEW. Um, um, I think that would be a good addition to that division because you know they had that that nice. You know, fast-paced style of action that will probably suit him. But if it's not AEW, maybe he could go to Impact. I can see him going to Impact and do and do way work. You know, Leo Rush. No, um, Leo Rush is there, and um, with Swan and him is there. So I can see him going there. So yeah, I'm, I'm. What about Khalid though? Yeah, last time Chuck is getting the boxing. So. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's always okay, been uh, post on the. Posting his uh, social media stuff is boxing. So. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, know. like, uh, Kalisto, the guy I think, did, like, they did no favors because he was actually, like, really good on the Indies before he signed with WWE. Yes, he was. So, uh, I mean, he's like could fit anywhere. AEW Impact, MLW, Ring of Honor. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, like, like I said, last I seen, he, like, from what I seen, he's trying to uh, join boxing recently. So, mm-hmm. um, next one is Tucker. Um, Tucker got the worst end of this because you know yeah. if if yeah Tucker if 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 um what's his name if um if uh, Otis was was released then I would say they would go back to Impact um, or AEW to form the you know the heavy machinery again but since he's gone as one person then I don't see anything happening for him down the line maybe maybe an Impact. I don't know, but um, what you got for Tucker? Yeah, I mean, Tucker got a raw deal. They broke up the tag team, then they yeah. then they just didn't stop using him. Then they fired him. He seems very bitter about it. I I would be too, you know. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, oh man, he so, was. I, I I'd be better too. Uh, yeah, I feel like he's another guy. Uh, he could fit. He could fit nicely anywhere, you know. Not not a yeah. inventor, but he could be like a big muscle guy, and you know? a lot of people, could, a lot of companies can use that. So. Yep. You know, just any, just about anywhere, really. Um, Mickey James. I'm no one mm-hmm. that. Um, Chelsea Green. That's um, that is uh, um, um, what's his name's um, Zach Ryder's um, I think fiance or girlfriend. Um, I I don't know what Zach Ryder's. I haven't heard from Zach Ryder in a minute. I don't know it's if he's. Impact. I think he's an Impact, right? So. Mm-hmm. I guess she's going to Impact then. I think that might yeah, be a, I that see her going back her. to Impact because that was, uh, you know, that's her big uh, no break uh, when she first there. Even though she just went, <laughs> yeah, so that's a very story about which how why she uh, left Impact first run. But uh, okay. I, I figured this Impact that was, you know, her breakthrough character work was. I feel like it's also just fitting nicely with the Knockouts division there. It also still has history with a couple of Knockouts there, so. And I think that's pretty much a given she's going to impact. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is uh, one of my personal favorite um, women's um, professional wrestlers, Mickey James, um, who who another one that got the raw end of a deal from the stuff you've been posting and saying stuff, you know, the past couple of months, you know, with the trash bag incident and then the ideas she had for the women's division going forward and nobody didn't want to take her advice on it. And, um, where do you see her potentially going? You know, um, 
Like that's a tough one. I, I can yeah. see her going to Impact, but I can I can see her going to AEW too for for helping out that division too, or being but being like a a Vicky Guerrero s type thing, you know, like not not like a manager role, but like be there to guide the women the women over there and have a have an occasional match here there in um, in AEW. So um, what do you see for Mickey James? I feel forward? like I feel like she might. Show up for AEW, probably not sign full time, but made like mm-hmm. appearance or so. I think like uh, well, before you know, just recently, I think she was going to be. Uh, I felt like she was going to be the uh, Joker uh, surprise entrance for the uh, women's battle royal at all out. Uh, you know when that happens. Uh, I also okay. can see her going back to Impact. You know, also also see her. I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like she's going to go to NWA as well because you now her husband's uh, Nick Aldis. You know, he's the world champion yeah. there, so I can see her. Mm-hmm. A potential being uh, the NDA Women's uh, World Champion there. So, mm. um, next one is um Jessamine Jessamine Duke. Um, I know she uh, she really didn't have a career in WWE. Actually, she, she was like she was there with Shayna Baszler was in NXT, but she kind of got lost in the shuffle once she came to the main roster. Um, but she just she is prominently figured in the um. The up, up, down, down stuff. I don't know. I think since she got released, released, I don't think we'll be seeing her a part of the BRE thing for in for the um up, up, down, down thing. So um, what do you see her with? You know, Justin, do you think she's going back to um, Ultimate Fighting, or do you think she might? Because <laughs> no, she wasn't good enough to make it in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was watching. I was. I'm watching. Uh... The Sixers game, they got Triple H here uh, ringing the bell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I see like DX and there's Triple H and uh, Joel B ringing the bell here. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but uh, from what I heard, uh, Justin Duke was just stopped wrestling complete, completely. Uh, uh-huh. You know, she was just working on the, she was working on the streaming stuff with uh, Up, Up, Down, yeah. Down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, th- I think she's still with them, so. Okay, I'm, I'm happy still, that she's doing that. She seems yeah. like she's enjoying that a lot. You know, she's a good. She's she like she likes the game. So I'm cool yeah, with that. So I, yeah, because like I remember when these uh, reimport when it was during the uh, the women's tag tournament in NXT that you know they was asking like where's Justin Duke and she said well she's just get get more Russell anymore just want to do work on the uh, you know the video game stuff. So that's I, great. Yeah, so I feel like she's uh gonna be doing that for them now. That's great. I'm looking forward yeah, to I that. Mean, she was never really that good. Yeah, she wasn't that good anyway. She got like signed just because. Oh no, Shane was. Shane is actually good. Shane actually. No, no. Well, Shane, Shane, Shane is great. I love Shane, Shane. actually, you know, has a style that works for wrestling. It's uh-huh. just, you know, it, it, it's like it, could, it doesn't work like every match for hers. Jasmine really got. Jasmine and uh, Marina uh, Shafir only got signed just because like they're friends of Ronda Rousey. You know? Yeah, they think, oh yeah, we could get like all of them together, even though the other two aren't aren't good. So and tease that, um, tease that four horsewoman stuff that never happened. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, which it should have happened. But yeah, um, it'll, it'll been terrible. Yeah, it probably would have been. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, I've I've seen only like a couple matches there, but Justin and Marina weren't good. They just looked they didn't want good wrestlers. Yeah, they, they were completely good. lost in the rings. Yeah, they weren't good. Um, Vonda and Shayna would be carrying those two. Um, if they had to do like a, a four horseman match, um, happy, happy, you're happy it didn't happen. Uh, Vanessa Bourne, she was from NXT. Um, yeah. she had weird runs. They called her up like pre pandemic and then they never used her. So, mm-hmm. 
she's another one. I don't know. If, I don't know. She's uh she's been training though recently. I've seen pictures of that. Okay. So she also kind of seen like we also know and people kind of see a little better because like uh you know, uh, she kind of gave ideas for you know take creative and they didn't use them or gave them someone else. So I feel like she's gonna have like a fire learner that see like yeah, I can actually go and wrestle. So uh, maybe impact. I don't, I don't really see AEW because I'll um, maybe I'll, maybe they'll put her on like a you know elevation or dark or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like she's probably just gonna work like the women's indies for a while. You know, maybe impact again. Maybe NWA. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, next one is um, I said Vanessa, um, Kavita D, um, Kavita Deev. Um, she she was in the um. I think she was in the performance center. Then she was. Um... Yeah, she was uh, one of those signs from India. Yeah, and they. they allegedly, started... allegedly, she's still actually under contract. I've seen that like recent weeks. Okay. So, so, uh, so who knows? But uh, I don't know. I, I the only time I seen her was uh, at the uh, Wonder Woman's Battle Royal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she wasn't real good. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alexander Wolf. From the that was a surprise for to me because we just saw him on TV and yeah, NXT. Yeah. Um, where do you think he's gonna go? Um, I guess he's probably going to Impact, um, maybe, but without, uh, without any, uh, he could probably read out of Eric Young. He's actually really good. Uh, you know, yeah, I he was. The, I enjoyed the work with Sandy, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Sandy. I can see, oh my god, I can see him going to like the uh, UK Indies for a minute. Like say yeah. he, I think he can go Impact. I feel like he can go to uh, uh, Ring of Honor. Or mm-hmm. So, but uh, so yeah, he, he, it's kind of hard to uh, really, you know, say where he would go. But. Mm-hmm. Well, the the other two that's the one that's Aiden Verk and Tom Phillips, and but they're not professional wrestlers. But um, Aiden Verk, I'm just gonna say Aiden Verk was horrible on um for WWE for Raw. Um, as the commentator, I don't watch Russell. I didn't really. Yeah, he was horrible. We, you, you ain't missing nothing. Tom Phillips, I thought, was like really surprising because out of all of the commentators they had, he was like one of the ones that they homegrown. And he was a really good commentator, you know, it's from you know, from yeah. NXT coming up to the main roster. So that was a big, like, what the F moment for them to get rid of him. I'm like, I'm surprised they got rid of him, but. Yeah, um, Braun. Okay, now now we get into the latest one. So, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the, like sorry, I'm, I'm gonna do all my work real quick. So Santana Garrett, you know that you know from the um, where do you think he's gonna end up at? Um, back I see probably the, end up. Uh huh. Let's go say back on the uh, women's indies. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was gonna maybe, say that. Maybe you'll never run impact, but I don't know. I don't know. I've seen a lot of Santana Garrett matches like in indies over the years. She was. She never really stood. Best. I mean, yeah. I mean, she she wasn't bad, but she just never really stood out enough. Really, I don't know. She was just okay. Yeah. And now, um, now this 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 so this is a new crop, guys. It's the ones that this week got released this week. So we're just gonna get through this real quick. Um, Murphy, where do you think um, Murphy's gonna show up at? Um. New a lot Japan. of people expected him. Yeah, a lot of people expected him to go to New Japan. I do New like, Japan. I see that. Or New Japan. I feel in this. Uh, well, I feel like he's going to New Japan, but the problem with New Japan is, you know, like the uh, pandemic right now, coronavirus is still. Yeah. I mean, they they're 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 starting to really get uh, more vaccines uh, recently this past week, 
So who knows when, uh, you know, September rolls around, or I'm sorry, uh, well, August rolls around that, you know, maybe a child will be better if they go to Japan, you mm. know, uh, so they're, they're not, I think, Ring of Honor, because that kind of fits his style, that, yes. you know, Harvey's style there, so. Uh, but realistically, I can see him going anywhere, really, because he's a, he's a guy. He just was just so misplaced in WWE. Oh yeah, he's a guy he was. who wanted. He's a guy who was just wants to be a wrestler, kind of wrestling style. But like WWE, you kind of need like the you know the character work as well. And he never really had showed like any good like character work or pro mobility. So, mm-hmm. but in my top show, uh, like it's it's not if, but it's just when he goes to Japan. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean he's he's going he's going to have to return the moves he's stolen over the years there, but you know, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think he's going to do the the common gory anymore when he goes against Kobushi or uh, the the Nando's kick when he goes against Osprey, but you know, mm-hmm. so, but it's it's just when he it's not a matter if or when he goes to Japan. So, yep. Um, next one is um I'm gonna say now um Lana. Um, where do you think Lana will end up? Um, I think I think anybody expected her to go to AEW. Yeah, she's either um, going to uh, so, she's either going to AEW as uh, Miro's wife, or she's getting to act and just retires. It'll probably be both, honestly. So yeah, I can see either see her do both. I I don't think the wrestling thing is for her. To be honest yeah, with you, she, she yeah she I was she terrible too. at the end. She got she got better. She got good enough that where she wasn't like embarrassing or anything. Yeah, but I feel like she's yeah, she's gonna either like I said, it's gonna be a uh, Meryl's going to you know back to Meryl's wife in AEW, or she's going to just go into acting because you, know, you know she's acting in a couple movies over here. So, mm-hmm. um, next one is, is actually one of your favorites, um, Ruby Riot. Um, yeah, what do you think Ruby so Riot is gonna show up at? Um, hopefully, hopefully AEW like still. Uh, I know, do too. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I said, uh, I'm hoping before, she goes there. Yeah, before uh, before Wishcom, uh, no, she got released. I was thinking Mickey James was going to be the Joker in the uh, Women's Battle Royal at uh, All Out, but then mm-hmm. I was thinking now that rewrite uh, got released, I feel like she's also like a good contender to be the Joker just mm-hmm. because uh, you know she's a great wrestler. She's uh from uh, she wrestled near Chicago like, when she first started wrestling. So, and of course, you know, it's got kind of hometown oh, yeah. area. Yeah, so. in Chicago. Yeah. 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 So, I just, you know, like I said, Ruby was my favorite. Mm. And I'm just, I was just so sad just because I also read the report that, like, her and Liv were, like, supposed to be, like, winning the tech house at WrestleMania. They were going to yeah. be in that spot. So, it just makes it so sad that not only were they be champions, but she was still been, like, in the company. Like, she was, yeah. she, she still should have been in the company. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to run too much, but like everyone, I never heard bad, anyone say a single bad thing about Ruby. She's absolutely great person. You know, like Bailey you know, would tweet, uh, had a tweet saying how much, you know, great work she's done. She like sends, uh, you know, birthday presents to people, you know, care packages when people are injured, makes mm-hmm. sure checks up on everyone. Everyone absolutely loved her. No, nothing but the best for her. So hopefully, hopefully, you no, know, she actually gets to tear it down. You know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully, AEW. You see impact as well, so hopefully, yeah, I hope you know, it, yeah. Selfishly, you know, you know, selfishly as AJ fan, hopefully she's going to AJ, so she has. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping she does that too. She deserves, you know? I'm hoping she does too because she had a great, she had a, she had, a, she had an okay run at NXT. Um, um, I think it could have been better, but I'm hoping she go to AEW and kill it too. I, I really do because she, she's a great talent too. She's another great talent that. Was misused in the women's division. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do an episode about that next week. I, I I think we got a lot of stuff we gotta say about the women's division. 
Um, but yeah, I hope if she goes to AEW too. Um, next one, um, the last two, Alistair. What's going to start with Alistair Black? Alistair Black had that. Um, had that. Um, that. That feud. They were gonna start a feud with him and Big E, and then next day they released him the week after. So, um, and then he, I think he went on. It went on Instagram Live, and he was no, trying to defend him and stuff like that. But nobody's buying that stuff. But um, what do you think Alistair Black is going to show up at? Um, man, he's the guy who can show up anywhere, like literally any company. Yeah, I do like every yeah. company, like because his style and his presentation can really benefit every company. Like I'm, I'm just serious when I say like AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, even New Japan. Mm-hmm. Like he's the guy who's just very creative. He put like so much attention detail. It's just stuff. I feel like that's kind of like the thing that ha- that you know kind of got him, uh, released because I feel like I feel like just, uh, the main roster just didn't get what he was trying to go for. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. I feel I feel like they liked that he was creative. I feel like they just didn't understand some of the finer details of his character. But he's a guy who should be a big deal. Such a unique, unique look, unique, unique presence. Like I say, he's really creative in his thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how they. Yeah, that's just a weird thing. But like they misused him. Yeah. Yeah. Like said, he could go, he really should go anywhere, honestly. Yeah, and he had a great run, you know, like when he when he was with tag team partners, like yeah, you know, not, not, not like a like, tremendous run, but like he had a, a, a he they were supposed to have him fight against Brock Lesnar. That that's how good of how they was going to push him, but yeah, the he never out. really like followed up on anything. He would nope. He would like have a few with someone and then just kind of disappear for a while. <laughs> Then exactly. go back and you know, come back and disappear again, and then yeah, yeah. People was upset about him, you know, him and and this next guy getting released, you know. Um, but mostly him because you know they just saw him on TV and then he's gone the next week, which is kind of like what are, you know, like what are they doing? But um, next and last, and I and, and going back to Alistair Black for a quick second, um, um, you know. Zelina Vega is in a you know has been doing a, has been the performance center. So do you think that she's gonna probably stop you know going there or you know she's gonna stick by her you know because you know stick by her husband and go wherever he goes to now or what do you think is gonna happen with that situation now you know I mean, that she was in talks to coming back to WWE. Oh, oh, I guess probably leave. Yeah, yeah. I I would hope that she leaves. She only that I, I I know that. Yeah, we'll get into the women's stuff next week. The last but not least, Braun Strowman. Um, getting yeah, Braun Strowman, guys. Braun Strowman is gone from WWE. Um, where did I think he end up at? Uh, I know <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter have been you know pulling up the interviews and stuff like he said about he was always working for Vince McMahon. He's not working for another promotion, so. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know where he's gonna end up at. Um, I would say maybe Impact. He wasn't the best wrestler, you know. Like his style of wrestling is meant for WWE. It's not meant for none of them. Not meant for AEW or Impact or uh, NWA or you know, or even a Ring of Honor. His style of wrestling is not gonna work for those companies. I think, I think he's just gonna be temporarily retired. Until WWE gets the stuff together, then he comes back to WWE. Um, but he's still technically still kind of young, so he could call his come back to WWE. So, like, what was your staff at the Braun Strowman? He's like in the late 30s. Oh, was yeah, late 30s. My mistake, but yeah, 
Sorry, but where you where's your uh, standpoint for Braun Strowman? He's he's coming back. I feel like he's, I feel like the only time he's making like a lot of money. So yeah. I, I think I didn't. He's he's coming back. He pray for a lesson. I deal. think so. I think so too. I I can't imagine him being gone for too long because that interview and then his style of wrestling fits WWE's mold like to a T and. And he's a former WWE um, Universal Champion and, you know, World Champion, and, and he's gone like that. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of odd, you know, for him to go, go out like, like that. But, yeah, that's that's it, guys. You know, that's it for the episode. I know, you know, we, we went way over. But there's a lot of stuff we had to talk about with AEW because we don't really talk about AEW that much. We talk about WWE, which is – we, we bought WWE, but we, we kind of had to talk about WWE because a lot of the wrestlers – you know, come from WWE over to AEW. So, uh, yeah, we're we going to talk about AEW uh, probably again next time at some point, you know, because uh, AEW has a lot of good stuff going forward, um, the WWE at this point. But, um, yeah, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Next week we'll be doing the um, – next week uh, next week we, we got to do the women's stuff. We got to do the women's division now. Like, now we've been talking about it for uh, in the past couple – Wrestling talks. We've been, you know, discussing it. Now we got. Now we got to get into it. We got to get into the nitty gritty when it comes to the women's division as as a whole, as well as professional wrestling, especially WWE with the with the, with the very 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 thin women's roster and the stupidness of the tag team division they have right now. I know, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll save, we'll save, we'll save it for next week. We'll save it for next week. <laughs> let's give them a week and see what they do with the division now, since they had these releases, and let's see what they do with it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. So next week we're gonna do the women's episode, and the week after we're gonna pick back up with the um, we're gonna do the Nickelodeon off of Nickelodeon show. So that's so that's to keep you keep you informed, John. That's what we're gonna yeah. probably do. So do the um. The women's division stuff next week, and then the week after, we're gonna do the going back to the um, going back to Nickelodeon, and then the then we're gonna probably do maybe two episodes after that one, and then we can go to last we'll do the Cartoon Network slash like because Cartoon Network had a little bit of anime in it too, so we're gonna you know have anime too, so we're gonna do Cartoon Network, our favorite Cartoon Network, get favorite anime shows in Cartoon Network, so that's what we're gonna do. Um, you know, that's the lineup that we have planned out um, going forward. So thank you guys for listening. Um, everybody be safe out there. You know, for people who are, you know, it's the summertime. Be careful with them cicadas and stuff out there. Um, let's be safe out there. You know, everything's starting to open back up now. Be sure to wear your mask and everything like that. And just be safe out there, guys. See, I, I'll see you later, John. You be safe, too. Be, see, um, everything happy to your family. Hopefully everybody doing it with your family. And, um, yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>